Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Friday, November 11th, or I'm sorry, November 19th. (laughs) Uh, November is the 11th month. November 19th, 2021. Friday, November 19th, 2021. So glad that you are on today. We, uh, We are right in the middle of the book of 1 Thessalonians in our reading through the New Testament. And so, yeah, we're right in this, the middle of this short little four chapter, uh, I'm sorry, five chapters, <clears throat> five chapters, uh, letter, oldest letter of the Apostle Paul written to the church in Thessalonica. So thank you for being on. Hope you had a great week. And um, it's Friday, guys. It's Friday. And um, yeah, so some of you may have seen on social media, I posted that progress of our pool. Um, some of you know, we moved to a new place over in Palm Harbor, uh, in August. And, um, it's really an interesting story, but, you know, because of a easement in the backyard, um, a lot of people said, you can't, you can't put a pool. There's no way you can put a pool back there. And, um, but through some resilience and just kept asking and kept trying to find some offering some other possibilities and doing some research and finding different shapes and sizes and, uh, um, looks of pools and then we found ted over at gulfstream pools which was awesome in oldsmar um a friend of bayside um he and laura attend bayside and um i was like ted take a look at this survey man is there anything you can do back here for a pool like yeah man yeah we can do something and what do you know here we are they're framing or uh putting the frames up for the, for the, uh, to pour the, to dig it out. So yeah, never accept the, the lesson that I learned from that is never accept the first no. If there's something that you want, if there's something you, 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 you really want to go after something you want to get done, never accept the first no, never accept the second no, <laughs> keep searching. Now you may have to, you may have to deviate from your original plan. You may have to deviate from, you know, what you, you thought it was going to look like or what it's going to be. Um, may have to compromise a little bit, but there's almost always a way. Yeah. That's true in life, man. People tell you, no, doesn't, that's just, that's just the start of the conversation. (laughs) No, isn't the end of the conversation. No is the start of the conversation. Okay. If that's a no, you know, assuming that is what, you know, what, that what you're saying is a no, what, what would make it a yes? (laughs) <laughs> what would make it a maybe? What would make it a possible? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's that's going on. We got a lot going on, man. I'm, I'm ready to get back to preaching, man, because I'm tired of being a general contractor. <laughs> I mean, we've, we moved into the new stu- this new house and there's been a, a project literally every week. 
sometimes multiple projects a week. And it's like, I'm tired of, I, I'm not built for this. I just, I need to, I need to go back to the word of God, go back to preaching, pastoring, man, sabbatical. This has been stressful. <laughs> uh, not really. It's been great. It's been great, but I am definitely ready to get back a couple more weeks. Hey, next week, man, next week, this will be uh, Thanksgiving. So yeah. Hope you've got your uh, Thanksgiving plans in order. You know, got that turkey. Hey, there's, you know, turkeys, man. You got to grab a turkey right now. They keep saying there's shortage of turkeys. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, we got one. We grabbed one from Walmart. It's not a butterball, which is, you know, a little different than what we usually do, but it'd be good. It'd be good. So what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Got some family gatherings, family traditions. Um, yeah, maybe in one of these podcasts coming up, I'll put a question on there. I know on Spotify and others, you can actually respond to the questions and um, maybe ask what your favorite Thanksgiving tradition is. What's your favorite Thanksgiving tradition? So I'll put that in the, in the question. I'd love to hear from you. My favorite Thanksgiving tradition. Hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think I just love waking up on Thanksgiving morning and um, smelling the turkey and of course the Macy's parade. Got to watch that. Um, we've been doing the turkey trot too for the last few years. We've done tur turkey trot. That kind of is nice to kind of, um, you know, give you a good excuse to eat a lot. <laughs> you, know, you burn 200 calories in a 5k and you feel like you can eat, you know, 1200 calories <laughs> or 2,500 calories for Thanksgiving. That math doesn't work guys. But, um, yeah, those are some of mine. Just the, there's something about that day of just giving thanks. I just love that thought, that sentiment, you know, this is a day that we're just going to give thanks and to be thankful to think about all the things that, you know, that there are to be thankful for. And there are a lot. So, yeah. So tell me your, uh, your favorite, uh, Thanksgiving tradition. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All right, guys, let's jump into this. You know, what we do, we read, we pray, we change the world. Um, so we're going to uh, read first Thessalonians chapter three, verse now, beginning, just to give you context, Paul is uh, <clears throat> is in Corinth as he writes this, and the Thessalonians, uh, you know, faces a persecution because uh, they're serving uh, King Jesus. Caesar didn't like people serving any other kings, and specifically now these folks are claiming that Jesus is king, that he is that they don't, that Caesar isn't Lord, Jesus is, and so they're facing persecution, and so um, Paul is going to send Timothy to. Uh, to encourage them. So here we go. So when we could stand it no longer, we thought it best to be left by ourselves in Athens. We sent Timothy, who is our brother and co-worker in God's service and spreading the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you in your faith. I hope that's what happens for you today. I hope today, through hearing the word of God, you are strengthened and encouraged in your faith. Strengthened. That the, that the roots go deep, that you that you become more uh, certain. That's I mean that's what it means to be strengthened in your faith, right? That you're that you're not you're not you you uh, are less unstable. You're more stable, more uh, confident in the truth of the gospel. That's what you know. That's the strengthening part, and they encourage you in your faith. Encourage you know that you're encouraged. You're hopeful. 
That's what Paul wants for the Thessalonians, so that no one would be unsettled by the, these trials. Some translations say unshaken, so that you will not be... The, the, so uh, Paul's going to send Timothy to the Thessalonians to strengthen and encourage their faith so that they will not be shaken by the trials that they're facing. Man, that's the reason we study the Word of God. That's the reason we learn and grow. That's the reason why we do this, right? <laughs> it's so that we, you know, it's not so that we uh, we can endure the good times. <laughs> Man, I need to strengthen my faith so I can endure the good times. <laughs> now, there are unique temptations to success, for sure. Um but we we ground ourselves in the word of God so that when the when the things that would that could potentially shake our faith come, we're grounded. He's like, no, no, no. We've 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 already settled this theologically. We've already settled this with the word of God. We've already gained perspective. It doesn't make it easy necessary. It doesn't mean doesn't mean doesn't mean that we don't suffer or that we don't aren't you know it's, that adversity is easy. But our roots are deep. so that no one would be unsettled by these trials. For you know quite well that we are destined for them. Whoa, wait, what? We are destined for what? Trials. <laughs> oh, man, that's great news. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Appreciate that. But it's true, you know. I mean, I don't, I, I can, you know, um, I can predict your future as I can predict mine. And you know what? I can predict uh, trials. You will face trials. It doesn't take a wise sage to know that. It just takes a human being who's lived a little while to know that uh, in your future and my future will be trials. Now, if I know that's going to happen, I know I don't. I, I may not know the shape and the and the and the the, the, the the scope of what that trial will be, but I know my life is full of trials. And so, if I know those are coming, what can I do to? be prepared for those trials, to be in a better position when I face them. Well, that's what Paul's doing for the Thessalonians. He's what he's sending Timothy's to strengthen and encourage them. And that's what we do. That's why, you know, that's why daily disciplines in the word of God are so important. It's like, man, you know, it's, it's amazing how you start reading the Bible when you're going through a hard time, but you know, it's even better, which is fine. That's good. But it's even better to read the word of God in the in-between times, in what Christians for ordinary time. Why? It's just like it's just like physically, right? It's better to, if you're in if you're in good shape, then then you, when adversity comes, your body's going to respond better to those adversities because of what? Because of things you did when you weren't feeling sick, when you weren't ill. It's a tough to try to you know get fit when you're in the middle of a sickness, <laughs> but if your body is fit and you're taking care of your body, when you go into a sickness, you handle it better. Same thing spiritually. We do daily disciplines. We read, we pray, we study, we fellowship, we worship, we go to church, we get around the body of believers. Why? So that when adversity comes, we're, we're in a stronger position. Yeah, a lot of people are driven to the Lord during adversity. And, you know, that's, there's, there's, I mean, there's redemption and that's good. I mean, that's not bad. But as a believer, you can face and endure um, difficult times. When you're grounded in the word of God. And here's the thing I've discovered. When you're not grounded in the word of God, you can make a bad thing worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can make a bad situation worse when you don't really understand God's purposes, God's perspective. You really don't understand what, you know, what is right and what is good, what is holy. You start making carnal decisions. You can make a bad situation worse. 
and you can also make it longer. <laughs> right? When you when you don't have the word of God embedded in your heart, you can you can prolong a bad situation. You know, it's like that old, you know, it's like that old saying, you know, when you walk when you're going through hell, keep walking. Don't stop. But if you don't know the word of God, you can you can make that walk, you can make that quote going through hell a lot longer. So that's why I love you guys. That's why, you know, you're studying the word of God, reading, learning, growing together. That's awesome. Um, so Paul says, you know, we're destined for trials. That's going to happen. Verse four. In fact, when we were with you, we kept telling you that we would be persecuted. No secret. Paul knew that everywhere he went, he was getting beat. <laughs> Paul's getting run out of every city he went. He says, look, you're gonna follow, if you're going to follow, look, I'm just telling you from experience, we're going to face some persecution. And it turned out that way, as you well know. Verse 5, for this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. It's like, I had to know, how are you doing? I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that your labor and that our labors might be in vain. Mm. That's a pastor's heart right there, man. That's uh, the Apostle Paul sharing a pastor's heart. And he was he's like, I got to know how you're doing. And that's I'll be honest with you, man. That's what's hard about the sabbatical. I, I don't know how people are doing. I want to see how people are doing. <laughs> but but the Apostle Paul, you know, he's, he planted this church in Thessalonica, and he's heard that they're struggling, and he, he's worried. He's he's laboring over them. And he's wondering, how are they doing? How are they doing? And uh, so when he couldn't stand it any longer, he said, Timothy, you got to tell me, how are they doing? <laughs> because he's worried that, you know, Satan, the tempter, uh, would, would tempt them to turn away. Verse 6, but Timothy has just now come to us from you and has brought good news about your faith and love. Yeah. He told us that you always have pleasant memories of us and that you long to see us just as we long to see you. Oh, that's some sweet relational there. Oh, that's niceness. <laughs> oh, how cute. <laughs> uh, but you get the feeling, right? Paul said, after Paul gets the word back from Timothy, he sits down and pens this letter. He was so excited to hear this good news, that they're doing well. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and persecution, we are encouraged about you because of your faith. See, it works both ways. When we see someone else going through trials and tribulations and they're, they're standing firm and they're unshakable and they're standing with the word of God and they're you know, continuing to worship and persevere, when we are walking through that, it encourages us. That's what Paul's saying. Look, when I saw what you were doing, when I heard about the good report of what's going on with you, I was encouraged where I am. Yeah. For now, we really live since you are standing firm in the Lord. Hmm. That's an awesome verse. You want to really live? Stand firm in the Lord. Whoa. Just, man, that hit me. Just think about that for a second. We all want to live. We all want life. We all want really, you know, fullness of life. And we know Jesus gives that, but we want fullness of life. You hear what that verse is saying? You want fullness of life? Stand firm in the Lord. Wow. What does it mean? What does in the Lord mean? It means to be in his word. It means to be in the teaching of the Lord, to be in his way, to be, uh, to be, uh, to live life according to his precepts and principles to be grounded in Jesus. It's like the John 15 thing, right? Abide in me and and my and I will abide in you. Let my my, uh, my let my words abide in you and you will bear much fruit. That's abundance of life. 
So for now, we really live since you are standing firm in the truth. For now, we really live since you are standing firm in the truth. So Paul's really excited that they're standing in the truth and the Lord, standing firm in the Lord. Verse 9, how can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you? Wow. He's like, you guys have really, you know, encouraged our hearts. Verse 10, night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Okay, now interesting. So he's he's rejoicing that they're standing firm in the Lord, but he's also acknowledging that they're, they're still lacking in their faith. Um, and that's where we all are. <laughs> we all are on the process of learning and growing, right? So we, we, we may be stable. Some of us are more mature than others. Some are further along in our spiritual journey than others. Uh, some have, you know, had a, you know, more experience with the Lord than others, but all of us are not yet perfected. We still have, we still have lack. There's still more we want to learn and, and grow. And some we learn through the word of God. Some we learn through what we're doing, you know, each morning together and study. Some we learn through experience and walking through, through uh, life with Jesus. And in community, as we share our lives together, we learn things about ourselves, about the Lord, about others. And so Paul's like, you, you guys are doing great. You're killing it. No doubt. You're killing it. You're doing a great job. You're standing firm. And, and the way you're standing has encouraged us. It's encouraged our hearts. Um, but we long to come to you so that we might um, provide what you still lack. That's the uh, the purpose of spiritual mentors and uh, pastors and teachers and uh, authors and others who scholars even they they are um, in, in the terms of uh, Ephesians it's the apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers those that fivefold leadership ministry of the church apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers are uh, placed in the body of Christ uh, for that purpose what to help us. Uh, Sure up the gaps in our faith to teach us, to instruct us, to mold us. Verse 11. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ clear the way for us to come to you. This is his prayer. We want to come to you. Verse 12. That's just some of you are praying that for uh, Thanksgiving. Now may God the Father himself and the Lord Jesus Christ clear the way, clear I-75, Highway 19, please clear it, clear it out, clear it, clear it up. <laughs> or whatever street in your town is hideous <laughs> to travel in. Or maybe you're going to the, you know, going, going to, you got to jump in that line at the, the TSA line at the airport. And you're praying, Lord, may God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ clear the way. <laughs> So we can, so I can go see my grandbabies. <laughs> so I can go see my baby. So I can go see my honey. So I can go see my my loved ones. Everybody praying. First uh, Corinthians chapter three verse eleven. May now may our God and Father Himself and our Lord Jesus Christ may He clear the way for us to come to you. <laughs> uh, oh Jesus, clear the way. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, you got, I hear that's going to be crazy holiday traffic this year. People are tired, ready to get out, man. After all the COVID junk, people are ready to get out. Be with family, be with friends. Verse 12, 
may the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. Hmm. That's a great prayer. Now we could receive that, right? May that, may that be a true of us. May our love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. Yeah, may that may that be true of us. May our may God's love overflow, increase and overflow. Verse 13. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. Wow. I like those last three verses, man. That's like, that's like a little prayer. That's like a little benediction. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. And may the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. And may he strengthen your heart so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. Mm. Yeah, I receive that. Let that be true of us. That he might strengthen our hearts so that we will be blameless and holy in the presence of God. Hmm. Yeah, blameless, right? I mean, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit to work in us, to make us blameless, to make us more like Jesus. And, and what we talked about this before. What does it mean to be more like Jesus? Well, you, you start to embody and and um, and bear the fruit of the Spirit more and more. Love, peace, patience, joy, kindness, goodness, self-control, perseverance, all those things that are the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. But simply put, it's this. Being more like Jesus is to be more obedient to God. That's what Jesus was. What was Jesus? Jesus was more, he was the perfect example of submission to God. So when I want to become more like Jesus, I want to become more submissive and in tune with God, just like Jesus was. So I want to become more like Jesus. I want to become and what does that do? That it makes us, it purifies us, it perfects us over time. It uh, makes us holy. That's a great promise. When Je when our Lord Jesus comes with all His holy ones, ooh, reminder, He's coming back. <laughs> he's coming back, and He's coming back with His holy ones. We want to be ready always, in season and out of season. We want to be ready. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on today. That wraps up chapter three. Yeah, good word today. Good word. Well, let's pray, y'all. Let's do it. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for my friends today. Um, Lord, thank you for the encouragement that each of them bring to me and that we bring to each other, knowing that we're learning and growing together. Lord, I pray that their faith might be um, firm and secure today so that they... Um, are ready for each and every trial that they are destined to face, as we all are, Lord. We pray that we might be not shaken, that we would be unshaken in our faith, um, because we are because our faith is rooted and grounded in the Word of God. Because our faith is rooted and grounded in truth that does not fade, that does not shake, that is a stable foundation for the storms of life. Lord, I, I pray for each and every person today that they would be encouraged and strengthened, Lord, that you would uh, make their love increase and overflow. Lord, uh, may you strengthen their hearts. Um, 
May they sense your peace and love and grace. Lord, if those are if there are those who are traveling, may you clear the path <laughs> in the name of Jesus. May you make it a good, safe trip for everyone who is traveling this holiday season. Lord, we thank you so much for your goodness and grace. We ask your blessing and peace today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you go and share the love of Christ everywhere you go. And uh, we'll see you um, next week. It's uh, If you have any comments, suggestions, feedback about the podcast, always love to hear from you. Thank you so much for for those who have been feeding, uh, feeding, <laughs> who've been giving some feedback, love to hear it. Um, the email address for the podcast is Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Um, yeah. And uh, so next week, I'll give you the uh, information about the devotional that will be starting uh, the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, so you can get on that. I tell you, I have it right here. It's. Um, it is, it's actually a minister's prayer book. So I don't know if you really want a minister's prayer book, but anyway, you might, but it's by Doberstein. I don't even know if it's still in publication. I'll have to look at it. This is my copy that I got when I was in seminary. So that was back uh, circa 1997. Um, but it was, I think it was first published in the fifties, but it's, it's got Martin Luther's uh, daily readings, Martin Luther's, some prayers by Martin Luther uh, daily reading plan, but what it's got in it that we're going to use is just one portion of the book, which is why you may may or may not want the, the book because it's really a prayer guide uh, for the seasons of the year. But what it does have that we're going to use is source some some um, some daily readings for the Christian year, and so it starts uh, obviously the first Sunday of Advent. Uh, and if you're not familiar with lectionary readings, they they kind of jump. You do like three readings, depend. I mean, different lectionaries do it different ways. Some do. Um, you know, four readings, three readings, but this one is a three readings. So there's three sections from three different portions of the New Testament. So you have a Old Testament reading, you have an epistles reading, and then you have a gospels reading. So for example, our first reading will be uh, a passage in Isaiah, then we'll read a a short passage in second Peter, and then we'll read a, a short passage in Matthew. Um, and so it's a little different than what we've been doing. Instead of reading through a whole chapter, this is actually reading portions of three different parts of the Bible. Um, but it gives you a different perspective. It kind of helps you, you know, it's always interesting to read those different passages side by side. Um, so, yeah, I mean, both are valuable. It's valuable to read through entire books of the Bible. It's also valuable to read portions uh, beside each other. So um, anyway, so the name of the book, the name of the, the guide is Minister's Prayer Book. Uh, by Doberstein, D-O-B-E-R-S-T-E-I-N, and it's published. This was published by Fortress, um, and so uh, this was cop- well. The copyright of this edition was 1986, and so I think the original is older than that, though. Yeah. So Minister's Prayer Book uh, by Doberstein, and uh, yeah. So we'll start that on. The Monday after Thanksgiving. So not next Monday, because we're going to finish up Thessalonians, but after that. All right, you guys. Love you guys. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. 
You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.